he'll knock niggas out of the head. I think he does a little strip club in Maryland now, just 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 for the fuck of it. Uh, strip club in Maryland, that ain't a lot of places. That nigga probably a Fuegos. No, he ain't a Fuegos. It's, it's a shady spot. It's like a BYOB spot. Do y'all do know that Fuegos is a shady spot, right? I've never been to Fuegos. The only spot I've been to oh. in Maryland was Sensations, which I loved. Yeah, also shady. There I mean, are no non-shady strip clubs in Maryland. There is like no. I was about to say, are there non-shady strip clubs anywhere? Yeah, like I don't think. Okay, first off, Stadium is not shady. Stadium in DC is not shady. That's a marquee. Stadium super not shady. It's a marquee strip club. Whatever. It is what it is. I don't think like. I mean, I think shady shit goes down in Atlanta strip clubs, but like they're like legitimate marquee establishments. Like with shit it's on like the door. It's like expensive in Atlanta. Yeah. Like you got to go to Blaze if you want to do something afterwards. But like Maryland or DC, like you'll go to a strip club and there'll just be a nigga sitting outside smoking a Newport on a stool, and you just got to know that that's the strip club. Yeah, that's how it was. <laughs> like I went there, went to Sensations for my birthday, and my wallet fell out of my um. The girls gave me a lap dance, and my wallet fell out. Well, and fell to the floor. And one of the patrons came to me and was like, man, the moment y'all having right now is so magical. I didn't want to rob you. So here's the wallet, bro. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because we was having a moment. There was a connection? You respected the whole thing. There was a connection. We almost mouth kids. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get Driving down the streets But you chef and as always when listening to our podcast um give us a shout out about the podcast <clears throat> share us on your social medias put, put up like a story or something or like play like some audio and shit and be like you know this shit funny man i fuck with what these niggas doing they brighten my day i know you say it to us in real life and we appreciate it but say it's like strangers you know what i'm saying this is episode 136 gentlemen well with the white voice what up 5,000 Northside, Florida. It's your boy J. Joe. It's Don Perignon. It's supposed to bubble. What song is that? Right on. Supposed uh, to bubble by UGK. Okay. That's a good one. Pretty cool. 
Um, so right on. It's it's Tuesday. We didn't pie last week. It don't matter. How everybody been doing? What's been going on with y'all? Start with you, Wood. What's been good, man? What's been good, brother? I would do as funny as We just take the physical challenge, brother. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Uh, it's cool, man. Any Anytime you get, like, a, a day off of work or something, that's a good day. Even though I had a customer migration on Sunday, um, but, I mean... Like just not having to actively check your laptop for like an extra day. That's always always a win. Absolutely. You do anything for uh, Memorial Day, barbecue or nothing like that? I actually did get my grill out for the first time in a long time. And um uh, just grill some some light stuff. Nothing major. Get I ain't it. doing no no anything, briskets or that. Gotta get back in the swing of thing. Anything interesting um, in, in the wing wings and burgers. Right. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a good. That's a good way to start. Anything good on TV? Pork chops. Any good junk mail? You know, eat anything this weekend. Have a bath this weekend. Anything? Anything cool like that? Um, What'd you wear on Saturday? Like, like who fucking cares? <laughs> I I care. I I care too. Some of our listeners care. Hey, listeners. Um, you follow up and let us know if you like listening to about how like learn about how our day our week was or our days and shit. Like, let us know if you care about us. Put a poll. I put a poll wrong. on the site, J. Joe. If people give a fuck about what we did over the the week from the past time we podcasted, sure, no problem. <laughs> hey, but can we take an action item that if it, if it is in favor of we don't give a fuck that we not do this part of the show? Yeah, it's fine. Yes. And it, and it, and if and if people do like it. You can no longer pass the bump. You must. You must. That's the deal. Content. That's the deal. That is the deal. That's a shady that's Florida. Fair. That's a shady Florida deal, right there, was, man. That's a sweet Florida deal. I think that's fair. Like, I mean, if it mean, that means they want to know more about you too. Right, agreed. You're, okay. You're very interesting. So if we t- if we do a poll in more than what we're gonna set the the, the floor on the poll to, it's got to be at least, it can't just be three people that do the poll for this deal to work. How many people usually do our polls, JJ? Like when so they it respond, dep- it depends. It depends. It has twenty thousand, thirty. What what do we do it at a solid twenty twenty votes? That's a that's a twenty thousand. Okay, twenty votes is good. It only gets to twenty thousand when we're talking about eating butt or something sexual. So, <laughs> all right. So twenty twenty vote minimum. Do you fuck with the portion of the show where we tell y'all about our day? If oh. you do care, our week, our week, our week, our week, our week. If you do care, I will not be able to pass, and I will then have to share with you guys how my fucking week was. If the motion does not pass, then we no longer do this portion of the show. And and to make sure that it's not that we don't like wrongly influence people, maybe JJ, maybe you should post it like now, and then we'll get our twenty responses by the end of the show. We'll we'll know we'll know sooner than later. If, if I. Posted no, now. No, I mean, it's not like peak time. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do yeah. it early tomorrow. Okay, cool. Just before people listen to the podcast, that's all. All right. All right, cool. Well, how you how you been, J. Joe? Oh man, I've been good, brother. Um, just kind of Reggie. Wish <laughs> is looking at me, making me feel away about my my week. 
New or- New Orleans is uh they lifted all the all the all the mandates, man. So everybody's at a hundred percent capacity. I heard just the fucking <laughs> wild wild west out there, man. And I don't know. Uh, things are starting to get back to normal. Uh, had my first Airbnb guest uh, this weekend, so business is starting to pick up. So we shall How see. How nasty was the house? What? Not bad at all, man. It, it was a uh, a family. Um, <clears throat> it wasn't like any little kids. Everybody was an adult, um, and they were Arab. So I don't know why I threw that in there, but for whatever reason. That's crazy! Yeah, it was a little racist. I don't even know what I meant by that. Yeah, hey, that to so, yeah. so real quick, what, what the uh, restrictions looking like in Maryland? Or like your general travel area? Oh, all restrictions are lifted. So <clears throat> with that being said, are you just like going head first, like no mask, no nothing? Or are you like slowly easing back into things? That's for everybody, but I wanted to make sure Restrictions were lifted in Maryland first. Um, I mean, so I mean, the stores still have like mask rules and shit. Just from a corporate standpoint, nobody wants to get sued. Um, but there was a nigga definitely walking through Target the other day, like with no mask, like it was fucking nothing. Me personally, because I do have two kids and they don't have no vaccine, I I still wear a mask. You know what I'm saying? But nobody really gives a fuck. I mean, we was at the park yesterday and there was like. Kids like hugging each other, spitting in each other's faces, like having a blast, and it's like no big deal. So it, it's open generally. <clears throat> yeah, I'm kind of like the same way. Uh, certain places, i.e., Walmart, I'm definitely rocking a fucking mask in that bitch, but <clears throat> not in Target. So come kick it. We'll hit Jimmy's. You know what I'm saying? Hit stands. Go have some drinks. I haven't. Uh, I haven't been to Target lately, but. Just to be for real, maybe I went one one in Target. Target and Walmart are two totally different places. Like same kind of genre of store, but two totally different. But places. they're two totally different places in two totally different Target. places. Like Wal- Florida Walmart and DC Walmart are two different Walmart. <laughs> the so the Walmart in in DC is probably quality. In the Walmart in Florida, you no. get shot at. No, not at all. Like, oh, really? The Walmarts in Florida are are nice, actually. Like they're much better than Walmarts outside of Florida. You can go, you can get Walmart anything. Walmart, I mean, niggas used to get shot at a lot. Well, you can get shot anywhere in Florida. I mean, that's just the type of state that it is. But like, you can get anything at the Walmart in Florida. There's people with money, people without money, like people in there doing groceries and shit like that. Like we don't even have grocery, like full grocery in the Walmart, like y'all do. It's some shit, but it's not like the what do y'all call it? Super Mega Walmart, whatever it is, whatever. Super Walmart. Yeah, whatever the biggest Walmart you can get. Or neighborhood Walmart. Yeah, we can't even yeah. build those. We can only build regular Walmarts. Oh yeah, I, I didn't really still made those. I only remember going to Walmart that one time. We was looking for the hand warmers ahead of inauguration, so I can't really judge if they're better or worse. So that nigga, y'all shit's like Kmart with eggs. <laughs> Who, us? Yeah. I, yeah, it is. Y'all, Honestly, y'all. like, only, only, like, I'll say only, like, poor people shop at Walmart. I mean, that's what I would just say. I mean, because typically it's only in that type of neighborhood. They got mm-hmm. the they got the Walmart that's in, like, Landover Hills. That's, like, all Let me Africans. Like, <laughs> with, like, 
You're a little too affluent to be. Like, it hits different when you say poor people. You right. Like, right. You're not even really allowed to say it no more. Yeah. You're not like, allowed what? Once you get to a certain threshold in income and lifestyle, you can't just say poor people. You say, right. man, you know, our brothers and sisters out there, man, or don't don't refer to their income at all. Wow. Oh, man, we got some. And, and I heard, it, man. And a friend of mine was talking about how you live in a really, really nice neighborhood there, uh, Chef. I mean, not that they saw that little uh, House Hunters episode you were on, but they heard the podcast. They were like, oh, yeah, we still around where my mama stayed. And that's Who nice. Is? I'll tell you, off, off was air. That, was that your house with the pool in the back, Chef? On the social oh, medias oh, that I yeah. saw? <clears throat> that's my house. Yeah, that's yeah. one minor detail you left yep. off. Yeah, yeah. I saw yep. that yep. shit. I was like, wait a fucking minute. Right. I told you I had a pool because no, I said did. it was like a baptismal. No, you didn't. I know because one of my niggas who listens to the podcast was like, man, you're right. This is a baptismal. Chef, Chef Maybe you him. told him that on the phone. Right. Right. I said on the podcast. Maybe you put it in one of your fraternity groups. Chef loves when we talk about not our fraternity. The other fraternity. Chef loves fraternities. <laughs> I love brotherhood, man. I love, I love friendship, dog. Ain't, so, wrong with, ain't nothing wrong with that. Exactly. I was, yeah. was going to join that uh, Spanish fraternity uh, over at Florida State, man. I forgot what the name of it was. Um, Sigma Lambda Beta? Sigma Lambda Gamda. Purple and Pink? Or Theta New Z. I think, I think theirs was just purple. I think the, theirs sisters had man. pink. But yeah, but they uh, they're also a social fraternity, so I can join both at the same time. So, oh, that's the rule. You can't do two socials. You can do one social and one community service. That's the rule, right? Oh shit, is that a yeah. real rule or actually like is it that less in the bylaws? Or, or is it like frowned upon? I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I think I think it's a real rule. Most people do cap- bylaws. Yeah. I don't know if they're like, oh, nigga, you. Were- Capital, you can't be one of us and one of you know what I'm saying. You can't be like two D nines, but th- they're ah, not in the D nine. Okay. Right? No, I'm. I'm just saying, like drawing. There's that a six so. I don't. I don't care. Ooh, hey, that's the best thing for the way was ever yeah. did. Theta New Z and Sigma Lambda Gamma, they were a treat, but no, they Theta New Z was better. They was better. I remember them. They was like the, the sky blue or powder blue. Or yeah, that was the racially ambiguous uh, sorority. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they they took. I remember their song from the was, islands and yeah. like from the Spanish speaking countries and a little bit of everybody. This song that you the one girl because they shit look like a one and they used to play you the one girl at the end of the parties. That was oh, a vibe. Somebody Damn. brought that out. Okay, shout out to y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 weirded out that I remember that all of a sudden, but it's all good. Well, that's all good. You been remember that shit. It's straight though. <clears throat> get to what you're into. <laughs> but yeah, nah. Um, yeah, 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 we um we had a good time. I what fluster? That nigga can't get it together. Right. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. So the pool happened. <laughs> yeah. The pool. And and nobody asked him what he did this week. So nobody asked. Jump into it. Like on, on the slide. Uh, I didn't want to high pitch. Say I'm saying something. We're mind. losing altitude here. Hurry up. <laughs> Chef, how, how was your how was your myself. how was your week or weeks? It was cool, man. I got my second shot for the COVID. Didn't get sick. 
praise the Lord. So, you know, I feel good about that. Um, I didn't realize you ain't supposed to, like, really raw dog the air for until, like, 14 days. So I kind of went ham immediately. Then somebody's like, you know, you got to wait 14 days. And I was like, oh, I'm fucked up. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> nothing happened. Um, thank, thank God. That's but, good. That's uh, good. Yeah, man. I um, went to the doctor the other day. Uh, apparently, my blood pressure was so high, the doctor thought I was having a heart attack. Oh, God. So and rest, say, like, regular? Back on smoke. And that's the second thing you brought up? <laughs> yeah, man. Could have led came So I'm going in chronological order. So didn't we just have a whole conversation on Facebook where you like snipped at me? Because you were talking about blood pressure. And I said, don't you smoke weed? And you told me to shut the fuck up or something? No, no, no. no. So that's weed. I'm talking about... I'm out, I'm out, I don't smoke weed. Oh, okay. I smoke tobacco, okay. so I need to chill on that. But I haven't been smoking tobacco. Okay. Um, I think okay. I shit back together. So weed, I was like, oh shit, my so, shit so, up. so weed's not bad for your blood pressure if you eat it. Um, Is that no, what you're saying? there's no effect on weed on blood pressure. I haven't read anything about that. That's what I thought. Unless you know something I don't everything. know about. Isn't weed a stimulant? Mm, no, I take indica. I don't need to be stimulated. But we really need like a stat somebody on here like the like Google <coughs> while we're talking. Weed expert. We do need a weed expert. Isn't weed I, I'm, a stimulant? No, nah, I do an indica. Hold on. So did they do you take blood pressure pills? I hadn't take honestly, I haven't been to the doctor in two years. So I I wasn't taking no medicine for nothing. So, you know, God is good in that respect <laughs> so i'm on i'm on pills again i haven't been okay. taking pills for like a really long time so i'm just gonna get back responsible and all that shit all right real quick i know wood hates to uh this p- portion but the nigga does a lot of interesting shit during the two weeks so i saw you fucking with cicadas so i'm guessing that like they're <laughs> hot and heavy uh yeah i mean literally yeah figuratively like they just did all their fucking and then they died like everywhere you walk now like after they fucked they're just like cicadas everywhere and they just die wherever the fuck they're at they're just like so he's died right after they fuck uh, i don't know if it's right after they fuck but it's shortly after they fuck like you can time it like everything is on a time like they're gonna come out today they're gonna be here for three days they're gonna fuck for four days and then they're gonna die on thursday and like I think, I don't know if it's this week or whenever it is, they'll just be gone. They'll all be dead. It's on a timeline. Like, you can time it to your watch. And that's essentially what's happening. Um, I posted a video of them, and I guess they were in fucking mode because they were all over each other. And they were all over the place, bro. Like, you can, and the thing is, you can go from one neighborhood and there's no fucking cicadas, and you go to the neighborhood next to it, and there's fucking a million cicadas. I guess it just depends on if the neighborhood and the trees were there 17 years ago when they first planted themselves into the trees and into the ground. It's wild, but they all dead now. They they go. So they live for 17 years and they die immediately after they come out and fuck? No, they be like sleep. They be like uh, dormant for like 17 years. So the cicadas that we saw this year were consummated or whatever the fuck they've done or they went to sleep or whatever the fuck it was 17 years ago. So for 17 years, they're dormant, and then they wake up. 
the cicadas that did all the fucking this time, they've embedded their their eggs and all that shit into trees and into the earth. And in another 17 years, they'll come back. It's very interesting. It's locusts. I mean, it's literally a horde of locusts. That's yeah. crazy. All right. So basically, I only got 16 years to kick it in D.C., then take a year off, and then come back got it. <laughs> Pretty much. That's what's up. All right, man. So speaking of that's crazy or whatever, Naomi Osaka. So Naomi Osaka is one of the t- is the top uh, female tennis player on the right. planet. She highest earning, second. Highest earning uh, female athlete. Period. She's number two right now. Yeah. Okay. She was number one for a minute. At any rate, she's the highest earning um, female athlete in the world. Um, made an estimated fifty five million dollars this past year. So she's no. She's 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 very successful. Um, recently, she um, got a lot of flack for <coughs> dropping out of the French Open. Uh, she she made um, some claims and reports that she's not really into the interview process, and it kind of uh, spikes her anxiety uh, and and depression. Uh, knowing her triggers, saying she would rather not, you know, participate. And um, the folks who run uh, the French Open basically said, if you do that. We'll find you fifteen thousand dollars each time you uh, say you're not going to, you know, decline to interview. So um, but that says she left. There's been like, a huge backlash on both ends, um, saying, you know, proponents for mental health say it's a great move, um, excellent idea. Um, she's owning her health and knows her triggers and things of that nature. And people on the other side are saying she's full of shit. <clears throat> um, what do y'all think? So you kind of missed a part of it. So. Right. She was she was fine with she was fine with the fines. <laughs> she was fine with the fines. Um, but after that, they doubled down. Um, whoever runs the fucking French Open, whoever the French motherfuckers that did it, and were like, "Well, if this <coughs> behavior continues, then we'll look at like banning her from X, Y, and Z." Like they kind of like doubled down and got like a lot stricter like on some bullshit like oh yeah we might just kick her out of the tournament and she won't be able to do x y and z so that's when she was like well oh, okay well y'all niggas acting like this and that's did that. right so that's why she was like well all right then well, well fuck it you know what i'm saying i'm i'm straight so yeah that's what it, it wasn't just it she didn't <clears> quit <throat> because of the fines this is what they did after the fine that's just disrespectful yeah um so, I mean, I'm, I see both sides up of it up into the point where whoever the French Open Committee is decided to be dicks about it. I don't fuck with them being dicks about it. She obviously said she didn't want to do it. She gave her, she you know, she expressed her wishes or whatever, and they decided to retaliate in a way that wasn't very understanding. Even if it's bullshit or not, you know what I'm saying? She... He, they responded in a way where like we're gonna disqualify you from the tournament. Like you don't disqualify a Naomi Osaka. You know what I'm saying? She's the fucking reason why we're throwing this shit. She's the, she's one of the number one or <clears throat> the number one draw in tennis right now, right? So why would you why would you why would you be a dick to her? Um, I applaud her for her courage to communicate whatever mental health issues that she's going through. I don't come from a period in time where that that really matters a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't resonate with me as much as probably someone 
who is born a little bit later where they care more about mental health and people respecting their respecting their rights and I don't I don't want to be around people I have social anxiety all of this type of stuff I mean we grew up watching Ricky Williams and Ricky Williams just had to deal with that shit up until the point where he had to get the fuck out I mean there are um well he had to pick up a drug habit that eventually uh, made him leave the league but we've dealt with people that have these issues their entire life but they were forced to go and be before the public. They had to go and do interviews. We saw Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman is a fucking case study in mental fucking health issues. That motherfucker is nuts. Um, and he acted out. He did things in order to deal with it, to cope with it. And it was entertainment, but you could also see that he was struggling with certain things. But I see where, I can see where the business is coming from, right? I don't, I don't fuck with them being dicks about it. But I do understand where the business is coming from. Like, you are not paid to just be a professional athlete. That's not what you're paid for. Because the money comes from the entire entertainment of the sport. If you look at pro football, part of pro football is fantasy football. It's interviews. It's ESPN. It's Fox Sports. All of these sort of networks pay in and pay these net pay these leagues to resultantly pay the players. So if we don't have a product that sells, we can't, you know, if we don't have a product that sells, we can't continue to raise salary caps. We can't continue to pay you more. We can't continue to raise purses. So I understand where they're coming from. And it's a bad precedent, not a bad precedent, but it's a precedent that can be set where the top athletes feel that they don't have to go and be a part of the entertainment product outside of just playing the game. And from a business standpoint, that that's not okay. I mean, that's... That's margins, that's profits, that's, you know, that's shares. And I can understand where they're coming from. They were dicks about it, and they definitely shouldn't have responded to Naomi that way. Um, she had she, she was well within her rights to say, fuck y'all. And she has she has the power to say, fuck y'all. I mean, she has the money. She doesn't need the French Open. They need her. But I do understand the business side of it. <clears throat> so this kind of reminds me of a story from way back, um, like maybe 80s, 90s, somewhere in there. But it involved Michael Jordan and some kind of issue he was having or whatever. Then another player had the same issue and the coach handled it um, differently. And so people were like calling out the fact that the coach handled it. You know, he didn't handle the two situations the same. And he said, I'm going to treat everybody fair, but I'm not going to treat everybody equal. To Wood's point, like your biggest draw, you can't go – super hard on them and then at the end of the day it's kind of just an interview and um sometimes you can aggravate a situation by the manner in which you handle it like maybe if they had slow played it like okay well that's cool you know kind of like it's not a big deal and just see if she comes around or see how things progress they would have been in a better spot but basically <clears throat> they'll probably reach an impasse at some point um, and to your point, Chef, if she's like the highest earning female athlete or whatever, people just walk away from that shit now. Like, I made enough money, whatever, I'll go do some other shit. So, could be something that they have to deal with longer term because of the fact that they try to be kind of heavy handed with it. Yeah, I mean, to your point, uh, like LeBron James, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? LeBron James broke whatever, uh, what is it? was a COVID mandate or whatever, the nigga was out and about and he shouldn't have, they're not going to fucking 
suspend whatever the fuck LeBron because he's the biggest draw. So it's like, what's that? Cut your nose to spite your face? Like, you're trying to fucking <clears throat> trying to make an example out of her. And if she wasn't a, a young black uh, woman, a lady, young lady, whatever, I, I don't know if they would have handled it the same way. Like, if you were part of the committee and when trying to be like a dick like Wood said, you could have been like, all right, well, you know what? Cause she was she initially was saying, Well, I hope the money goes towards uh mental health research or some shit like that. Yeah. They could have done that. They could have said, you know what? Alright, we're gonna let you pick whatever you want your line to go to. You know what I'm saying? That way, okay, we're meeting in the middle. You don't want to do this. We still have to find you, but we don't want you to leave because you're the biggest fucking drunk. So how can we kind of appease you and we still get our shit off at the same time? And that's not what they did. And now, you know, I'm sure you, viewership's going to go down and they look like dicks in front of a whole lot of people. So, yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's, I mean, that's what I was thinking too, um, J. Joe, because like Wood said, I mean, I understand like a part of the full package is providing interviews and things of that nature. And she's a big draw. So they want to hear her voice. But you've lost much, much, millions of more dollars with her not being a part of it at all. So it's like, um, kind of like, what's what's the shit? Cut off your nose and spite your face type shit. I mean, so I mean, do you listen to the podcast? I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was about to say, JJ, you anyway, I literally just <laughs> like you just got to listen to me. Now I'm starting to take that person. I was like, oh, yeah, go in here. Oh shit, my bad. He definitely definitely wasn't listening to you either because you clarified it and then he re clarified it. (laughs) Like what is it like? But but the nigga started off with like but the nigga started off with like like kinda like what uh, JJo just said. Like, no, you didn't hear what JJ just said. (laughs) I did, I did. I heard I heard No, and then what the nigga said, I did, I did. did. They stop talking in cartoons. Oh, boy, that's the The main point I was going to say is the, the, the only thing I want to say about this is she can do this. Most regular niggas cannot. So that, be mindful of that shit. No, I think that's I think that's the biggest point that we should be talking about. Because, like, don't go to your fucking job at Lockheed Martin and not want to go to the staff meetings. Because you want to protect your pieces, <laughs> you got social anxiety. I don't think that's gonna work. Well, I'm gonna tell you, it won't work at all. One motherfucking group of meetings, I wish I could skip every fucking time that shit pops up on my calendar. But can't do that. These are the business or whatever the fuck they want to call it. But now, nah, chef, chef ears have probably popped from the pool. It's cool, man. It was <laughs> right. Right. It's so deep. The pool's so deep, you know what I'm saying? You get your ear problems. It, it's not. It's re- it's really small, but yeah, I, I hate to self-deprecate myself because <laughs> God has been good. Yeah, it's it's not that deep. <laughs> but All right, but yeah, uh, speaking of not that deep, this bonnet controversy. So someone has to give me more because I feel like I love bonnet, so I don't know what the controversy is. You love bonnets? Some people... You've talked about this. Some people feel like... But what does it stem... I really don't know where it stems from. Cause I've so, heard Monique, Monique apparently said something. I don't know. So, I don't know exactly what she said. I'm paraphrased. 
basically like if I see you out at the airport uh, with a bonnet on, I might tap you on your shoulder or whatever. Like basically kind of like saying it's a time and place for bonnets and airports and some other places ain't it. I didn't hear what Monique said. I don't know what context she said it in, but just piecemealing it together from what I saw on social media. So Monique, the comedian, uh, brought this up. And then that's what sparked the debate. Like, why do you give a fuck what people wear and da-da-da? So some people just feel like bonnets should only be worn inside. Some people feel like bonnets can be worn wherever the fuck. I want to wear my bonnet because I bought it. So that's the controversy. I agree, Monique. Um, I don't have nothing against bonnets. I don't. Um, I don't like bonnets particularly, but I know women have to do what they got to do for their hair and stuff like that. My wife wears bonnets at times, and my daughter wears bonnets at times. Every night, I help my daughter put her hair up under the bonnet because it's a large amount of hair. Somebody's got to hold the bonnet open, and somebody's got to put the hair into the uh, into the popcorn balloon. So, but it gets to a point where I don't know why we're wearing bonnets outside. You feel me? Like I or just total disclaimer. Like I come from a family where. My mom would be like, well, we're about to go to such and such. We're about to go to such and such's house. And if you go put on athletic clothes, she's like, why don't you go put on a collar shirt or something? Like, that's just the type of family that I'm from. Like, my wife, not my wife, my mother would just want me to wear clothes, clothes, right? Not sweats. So bonnets to me, it's, I don't care. I don't care at all. But I just don't understand why you don't care enough to have done your hair or whatever needed to be done to come out of the house without a bonnet on. Like to me, it's just a, it's just a, it's a paradigm that I don't understand. I'm not mad at you. I don't think that you're dirty or anything like that or anything like, you know, nothing, nothing negative that way. I just don't understand why we're wearing a bonnet at two o'clock in the afternoon, like going to Target. What have you been doing with your life the entire day that you haven't done anything to your head to put a bonnet on? At least put a fitted on. I feel better with a fitted, and Chef would definitely love it if you put a fitted on. So why don't we do that instead of, you know, a bonnet? You know, and also there's there's levels to the bonnet, right? If we're talking about the black bonnet that you get from like the hair salon that you literally the bonnet that you literally wear at night, like that bonnet is one thing. But if you got like an Able Creations bonnet with like designs on it and it's meant to be worn outside like a head wrap because you just don't want to do your hair, that's different. You know what I'm saying? That's different. That might go with your outfit. But most of y'all are not wearing the Able Creations bonnet. You're wearing the same fucking bonnet that you wore to sleep. And what you're going to do is you're going to wear that bonnet outside in the heat with the sweat and the must and the funk up under the bonnet. And then you're going to go lay on your bed at night and put that right in the bed with you. Because you sleep in the bonnet. And then you're going to wake up. You, you can literally go 72 hours without ever releasing the funk from up under that bonnet. And that that worries me somewhat. I, I hope that's not the case. I hope there's a there's a maintenance ritual to what goes on with the bonnet. But, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not optimistic. That shit was funny because at some point it turned into an impassioned plea because, like, you're going to get back in the bed with the bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> like the voice inflection. Um... Personally, uh, personally, I don't necessarily like uh, the look that it gives off, and that's because 
I'm looking at the totality of what's going on. Like there are some people um, that I see out with them and it's like 10 times out of 10, they're not preserving the hairstyle. If you're preserving the hairstyle, whatever, cool, but you're not preserving the hairstyle. So to Wood's point, like I wear hats all the time. Like if I don't have a haircut, whatever, I throw on a fucking hat, you know, but I... I don't know. I personally don't like the look of it. I remember growing up before um, finance really just like took off or before I knew about them. <laughs> there was this girl in my neighborhood. She used to wear it uh, up to the bus stop. And some of my homeboys in the neighborhood, they used to call it a painter's cap. But <laughs> she would wear it up to the bus. But then when the bus came, she would take that shit off. I, which, I, don't, I mean, I guess she was trying to get maximum hold or whatever. And her hair was always fucking immaculate like always never a fucking hair out of place so that kind of stuff i get but i don't know like sometimes the uh the bonnets and the people that have them on like their reputation precedes them and it is just associated with like a subculture of people or whatever like i mean i can't speak for everybody that has on a bonnet and i know sometimes it's practical like oh shit i need to just run through the fucking drive through at Walgreens, pick up my prescription, fuck it, I'm going to throw on this fucking bonnet, or I already got a bonnet on. Yeah, I'm going to say, see, now that's, that's enough, so like, do you not, do you throw on the bonnet? That's what I'm about to say, I mean, I would, I would assume that you already have the bonnet on, that's just my assumption, I don't really know, um, I don't think you would go throw on the bonnet, I don't think, I really wish we had a witness in here today, but, uh, I don't. I don't think you throw that shit on. I don't think, because in that case, you could throw on anything. So you're probably throwing a hat or throwing a hoodie or something. Well, that well that's well that was gonna be my next question. So we already have a we already have a Sunday go to meet in bonnet. It's called a beret. So why don't we wear berets instead of a bonnet? I don't think berets are berets made of silk or felt. They can be made of whatever the, whatever you want them to be made of. I don't think you can make a beret out of silk because then it'll become I've never a bonnet. Seen a, yeah, it would then be a bonnet. It'll be too floppy. But um, I'm a founding member of the National Organization of Men Against Headscarves, uh, better known as No Mas. Um, I don't, I don't fuck with it at all. Like, I um, yeah, I, I, I just don't fuck with wearing headscarves or bonnets out of the house, and it's confusing to me because I'm like, all right, you have on a bonnet right to protect your hair but like you're outside so everybody can see you so like are you having dinner with obama later like who are you saving your hair for because you're in public and who like you're seeing a a thousand people like who are you saving this hair this hair for so it just doesn't hair for you Right, it doesn't make any sense. I think it's, they're to saving me. it for somebody to care about, though. That's why. That's why but I never. You care, but you but that goes you back to what yourself, I'm saying, though. though. I guarantee you, if you lined up ten people with bonnets on, some of them, at least, at least three or four of them, ain't saving shit. Like it's fucking eight of them no. frazzle <laughs> under that shit. So I feel the same Mostly way. I think the bonnet looks better than the actual hair. Mm-hmm. I, I feel the same way about pajama. Pajama bottoms. Let's go. So, preach. preach. I'm, I'm one of those people that like, you got on pajamas, like, 
take them shits off before you leave the fucking house. Like, put some shorts on, some jeans, like, whatever you have to, bonnets and fucking pajama bottoms are just a note. That's like, just a hard line. I just don't fuck with it. And I'm gonna lose uh, a little bit of respect for you if I see you out in public with that shit on. Put clothes on. Put clothes on. Clothes, clothes on when you leave the fuck out. Did y'all wear your do rags back in the day? I'm not just, before you go there. But the same thing with pajama bottoms. Because you get up, you put your pajama bottoms on, you go out into the world, you go to Walmart, you stop at Walgreens, then you're going to climb your little outside ass back in the bed with them same fucking pajamas yeah, on. Yeah, that's, that's not okay. It's not okay. I'll say, I'll say this, though. <laughs> as far as that pajama pants shit goes, I'm not a big fan of it either. But the women, I have learned to tolerate it. There is no excuse under the sun unless your fucking house was on fire that a man should be outside in some fucking pajama pants. Right. right. These young niggas here be wearing that shit on purpose, like as fashion. Like you stepped over five pairs of basketball shorts to keep They wear pajamas now. They be wearing polo pajamas to school and shit. I mean, we already dress lax as fuck. Niggas already wear sweats and joggers 80% of our lives. Like, yeah. the joggers are just too dress up for you? It was too formal? Oh. Let's think about niggas' granddaddy, though, nigga. Like, when they were young, and like, <laughs> niggas put on slacks every day. Oh, every like fucking Fucking fedoras and shit. Right. Fucking tweed vests. Right, but but my pops, my pops used to tell me like they didn't have, they didn't even have jeans. Like you had, <clears throat> you had pants and you had like play pants. That's what he say. Take them Sunday go to meeting pants on and go put some play pants on. Like it's they all pants. They didn't have like jeans and <laughs> sweats and shit like that. <laughs> no, that's just real. But let me ask you this again. I, I think I was the only one that that's never had bonnet sex. Um. All y'all said that bonnet sex was flame emojis, right? That's what y'all said. I didn't. No, I've never said that. I was about to I say I didn't say that because I don't know that I ever quantified it. I did. I oh, mean, well, I don't. I don't think. Chef. I don't think. I don't think bonnet sex matters one way or another. The bonnet within sex, I don't think that matters one way or another. I would rather I, the bonnet, but, but not I think be there. it's an attitude. I think like if you uh, go outside with a bonnet on. Uh, type of chick, you don't care if a nigga just like sticks his finger in your butt. You know what I'm saying? I think it's just one of those like you just up uh, for whatever. I'm it's not a, going there's nowhere. There's a stankness to it. That's not not speaking to the finger part, but there's a stankness to it. Like there's a stank attitude to the fucking. So it's either like fucking feast or famine. Like it's gonna be either really good or it's gonna be really really indifferent because that's how you feel about wearing that bonnet outside anyway. So it's like they don't give no fuck. So. That same attitude can, was going to be applied to your sexual experience. Yeah, I, I don't subscribe to that particular piece of dogma. I would much rather the bonnet be off, but you got to do what you got to do. I mean, when you're trying to get something, that is not the time to make a stand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that too. <laughs> we're we're going to be in the house or whatever, so it don't really matter. But, hey, let's run up to whatever the fuck, and you plan on getting out of the car and all of that shit? No, take that shit off. Yeah, I just, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it, there's just a certain level of, I get the bonnet, we've had breakfast, you know, we're still here, I need to run to CVS, it's still before noon, I get all of that shit. 
But when it's like three o'clock in the afternoon and you're looking across a room and a motherfucker that still has a bonnet on, it's like, why do you? Why do you still have a bonnet on? Like, there are certain things that me as a man that I have to do to get ready for the day, whether I'm going out or whether I'm not. Why have you not done the things that you need to do to be ready for the day? It's three o'clock in the fucking afternoon and you still look like seven o'clock. I got questions. That shit funny too, like, uh, for lack of a better word, like you fucking parlaying in the bonnet. Like, you just kicking it, like you had to barbecue and all kind of shit. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, and it also lets me know that you haven't done shit today. Like, you haven't done any real, like, business. You haven't conducted any business today. No, I've been to the bank and everything in the bonnet. <laughs> like, the bonnet goes every fucking way. The bonnet is, like, my buddy type shit. So, yeah, I've done all, I've done all the business. I went grocery shopping. After that, I left, um, went to the bank. I went to the car wash. I went and paid the insurance. Stopped and picked up the prescriptions, ran in Walmart real quick, and now I'm back at the barbecue. I feel like a man can't do that. <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, like, every time that we're out no. is potential business. Like, I don't know how many times I've been at a car wash or picking up food, and I just bump into a motherfucker that I even work with, or I did work with, or that might have an opportunity that's available for me. Or, you know what I'm saying? Something like that where I would rather not be in, in, boxer, in boxer shorts, a bonnet, and some fucking some day slippers. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a bad look. What's, what's the equivalent for men for a bonnet, though? What is the equivalent? It's a wave cap. Think... A wave cap. So it is a wave cap. So y'all never walked around wave caps? Never. Well, I guess it was a, there was a moment where that shit was pretty normal where wave cap and a baseball hat like in like when he was in college and high school even at that you see the hat yeah right like nobody's really gonna know for sure that you like nobody was just walking well i ain't gonna say nobody because people were but are there people walking around with a uh hat on over their wave cap is different than this bare wave cap but to your point wood about never knowing kind of what's gonna pop off or whatever like I iron my t-shirts, like, well, any kind of t-shirts, but I think this particular day, it was a white t-shirt that was in question, and the girl was like, oh, you gonna iron? Yeah, because you don't know who you might run into. Like, I never, ever for one second believed, like, oh, I'm just throwing this bullshit with egg yolks and wrinkled up, because I'm not gonna see nobody, I'm just running to the store. That's when fucking the president pulls up in the motorcade at the store, and, like, they want to interview you or some shit, like, every single time without failure. You you see the pastor, you see the pastor at the store. Next thing you know, he want to put you on the sick and shut in list. It ain't nothing wrong with you. Exactly. <laughs> you on the prayer list. We could talk about that on the no bride episode though. Because I I've seen some people do some dangerous gambles like not putting on the bra. Like I'm just running to the store and shit goes all the way south. Nice with them titties. Huh? No bra. Was that a, never was that a pun? It wasn't, but I'll take it. <laughs> and but and we can close it up after this. I also hate that Rihanna came out with those fucking... No, we can close it up right now. expensive-ass house shoes that... Them expensive-ass furry house shoes that chicks were wearing for, like, uh, a good two summers, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them, yeah. them were the worst. It's like, these just house shoes. So Rihanna charged you $200 for them, so you're going to wear them with this fuzz to the mall, so... Yeah, I don't fuck with none of that. That's just funky, though. Like, fur on feet is just bad combination. I don't see why people would do that. I, I, 
I don't know. I don't. I don't wear shit like that anyway. I don't wear slippers and shit. So whatever. <laughs> All right, cool. So um, it's closed up. It's closed. <laughs> what happened? It's closed. It's closed now. Okay, cool. Uh, so, um, so versus. Uh, I was thinking of the fashion and versus. We could go into it, but um, they did the Reeve match versus this past weekend uh, with Timberland and Swiss Beats. Um, they did it down in Live in Miami. Um, I thought it was. I thought this was pretty entertaining. I think the crowd wasn't that great, but it was. I think it was a pretty interesting show. Didn't y'all watch it? Um, watch the latest versus. I watched it. I did. I didn't even know it was a versus. I watched a portion watched. of it. I watched a portion of it. <clears throat> okay, so what y'all think? I thought it was ass. Oh, That's for real? Like it. Yeah, man. It was. It was. First of all, Timberland had on lingerie and kept dancing. <laughs> and I could this thing I had on a fucking satin pajama short set. Yeah, I want to buy it. He might as well. <laughs> he had on a virtual bonnet. That nigga um, had on a Spice Adams outfit for real. It was just I don't know. Nah, Spice Adams would be better than that. It, this shit did like like Victoria's Secret casual pajamas. Um, the only thing that I like, I, I haven't liked, I think, like, the last maybe five verses. The only thing I like about verses now is that it's, uh, it starts on time for the most part. Um, I, I just didn't need to see two niggas playing hit songs back to back. Like, I would have preferred it if, I really would have preferred it if they weren't face to face. Like, if they were at home playing on the computer, like, yeah. doing it on the computer, I think I would have enjoyed it more. Um, but because they were trying to make like a show of it and didn't make a show of it, it just lamed it up for me. Like they, all their songs are so popular. It was just like a pop DJ battle almost, you know what I'm saying? And they weren't, and they weren't doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's not like they were pushing buttons or anything like that. So it just looked like two niggas on stage dancing to their own songs. I'm like, after a little while, it just got a little boring for me. And it's not even they songs. I mean, it's right. they songs, but it's not they songs. At the end of the day, you're the producer, nigga. Like, I don't get the Jay-Z with it. I don't get the Justin Timberlake with it. You know what I'm saying? I just get you rapping that part. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I didn't want to see that. It was cool. I thought it was good entertainment for a little while. Oh, to see these niggas jumping around and shit. But, like I said, I saw a portion of it, as in, I no longer want to watch this. Like J. Joe said, I would have much rather them, like, Timberland be like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to build a beat right now. And, like, a Anything. nigga, yeah, right. like, a nigga just make up a hot-ass beat, like, on the spot, and then Swiss come back. Because that's they lane, that's what we want to see, you know what I'm saying? That's what, you know, what particular area that they're in. I don't want to hear you pay a Jay-Z, play a Jay-Z song or something, and you rap over it, and just because you made the beat, or whatever. That's not really entertaining. What I do find interesting is why have we gotten no verses from new artists? You know what I'm saying? Like it's like it's like we're running out of artists to do verses. But why are we running out of artists to do verses when there are like a hundred additional artists that are out that are not doing the verses? We had well no, that was a tiny desk. The hurt thing, that was a tiny desk. So like where are the new artists to do a verses? I, they're around. 
But maybe their catalog isn't. I think their mindset is different. Like they don't want to. They don't. I don't think they want to compete with anybody. Like or make it seem like it's competition. They like. They, I think they. They're more like Zen. Like it's just about the music, <laughs> and the artistry, and and not about like competing against someone. I feel we could get a we could get a damn Jasmine Sullivan versus somebody. I mean, I mean, I'm not even saying we got to get the new new artists, but like, can we get like a Fantasia I mean, versus somebody? Jasmine Sullivan against her. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, something like that. Like, why? What's going? Well, how do we even get the fucking Swiss in Timberland again? Again, you know what I'm again, right? And again, like they could have done it with like a live band. It's like they really don't have any type of. Um, like they're not putting any type of real thought in the shit no more. You know what I'm saying? It's like I don't see these two niggas up here doing it. Like we still haven't gotten Bone versus Three Six, A Ball versus UGK. Shit that niggas have been pleading for. Yep. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. But I I don't know, and I don't know if Timberland and Swiss are out of ideas or what the fuck. But I mean, niggas come at them all the time. You could do city versus city. You could do fucking. Chicago versus Detroit, or fucking Memphis versus Atlanta, whatever the fuck you want to do. Uh, but you'd have to have somebody who cares enough to do the shit. And it looks like they just wait for the shit to kind of just die out. I mean, I, I don't know. Can we put I Justin Bieber up against somebody? Get... I was thinking about that the other day. Is there somebody we can put up against Justin Bieber? Against Justin Bieber? Do y'all yeah. like? First of all, do y'all like Justin Bieber? I don't, uh, but people really like them. It's some songs. I'm not a big enough. Oh. I haven't heard enough of his music to be like I like him, but I like some Justin Bieber songs. I think Justin versus Justin would go hard. That yeah, that that could that could work. Justin got some Justin got some music, man. It's not like all the kitty pop stuff, but he got some shit. I was just thinking, like, who could he go up against? But Justin versus Justin would definitely. Hey, man, how can we get how can we get J. Joe in contact? With Swiss and Timberland, right? Somebody, I know somebody listening has to hook up. I honestly think the niggas will take that idea and then throw it in the trash because they want this shit to die out. I think they're done. Tinder doesn't, or whoever the fuck. Who who is it? Who is it? The people that own it. They don't. I mean, Uh, Triller. Triller. Triller doesn't. Triller bought it to make money. Right. Yeah, but because I, I don't think they care. (laughs) <laughs> we made our money we sold it to you they have a stake in it but it's like a weird sort of like executive producer thing like I, I don't even get the ins and outs of that but they don't seem like to redo your own the first thing you did it seems like you're not really even trying anymore like you said and nobody asked for the shit that's my thing right. like y'all like nobody wanted y'all to do that shit over again man. like well, I mean, but it's also an ego thing, right? Because they did their shit when Versus wasn't really popping like that, and they might have felt that they didn't get it at the right time. They might have felt that we, they needed a redo. They might have thought that people actually cared to see that, which the people did not. Right. But not even the people that were in front of them niggas cared. <laughs> like, them niggas was completely uninterested. Like, I could have, I mean, they could have did a little better than that as far as the crowd. That shit was trash. You mean do better as far as the crowd? Like, like you seem interested. Like you're there, you know. So, like, like the crowd. Yeah, at the very least. So let me ask that question. So, new artists, well, new new music listeners, right? And I will say, people that have listened to hip hop and R and B in their prime from 2010 up. I'll say 2010 up. 
do they care about producers? Like, take Kanye. Like, to them, is Kanye a producer or is he a rapper? Is he more of what? You know what I'm saying? Like, do they care about the super producers? Like, us, we always wanted to know, oh, damn, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's PNL? All right, well, Beats by the Pound is behind them. Or, oh, that's the Neptunes, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's the Hitmakers. We always cared about that. Does the new... They uh, don't. The new generation, do they care about that? No, because uh, they got a lot of rappers got their shit off of beats off of YouTube or SoundCloud beats. You know what I'm saying? For real? Yeah. And that's what a lot of rappers, that's how some of the producers got found were just like, oh, I heard this nigga's beat on YouTube and I hit this nigga up. And you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't oh, care shit. about the super producer because you don't have to pay a nigga on SoundCloud the same thing you got to pay Timberland. So why not I, Why not just use this fucking beat? You know what I'm saying? Oh, I did not know that. Oh, right. Fucking uh, random tidbit. I'll go everything. Like just a beat that uh Trinidad James downloaded and rapped on that shit, a free beat. Damn. Right. So, speaking of verses, so supposedly it's going to be Bow Wow versus Soldier. Who y'all got? I will never side with Shad Moss on anything uh, well, in existence. Why? <laughs> what do you do to you? I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. Like you know, some people are just like polar opposites of your soul. Like the energy shit that y'all talk about, like that nigga, whatever my energy wavelength is, whatever my frequency is, that nigga is the exact opposite of that shit. I don't, I don't, I, I don't rock with that nigga in any form or fashion. I will say that nigga seem like he a douchebag. But who do you have in the verses, Jeff? I have, I have him. Yeah, Bow Wow. I mean, he's a little, little Bow Wow. I mean. Yeah, I got Bow Wow. What about you, Young? 5,000? Um, yeah, I think I gotta go with Soldier Boy. I can't I can't just go with Bow Wow. I don't know, though. Uh, it's gonna be entertaining. That's like my time period, I guess. What is Bow Wow's biggest hit? Uh, <laughs> nigga, hold you shit. down? The first one was legit. Oh, yeah. No, that wasn't. All, all his little boy songs are probably his biggest hits, and I don't think all little gonna, boy shits. I don't think they go hit the same when he's going against Soldier. <laughs> yeah, Soldier Boy like, is gonna uh, come with some with like some, some like hard you. shit. You like what? Like you? I ain't never had nobody show me all the things that you did. You know what I mean? That was a good song. Yeah, but how many of those does he have? Right. But who sings uh, that part? Who sings that part? Sierra. <laughs> so this nigga about to—I mean, he about to eat off the hook that somebody else is singing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean, he about, to, he about to rap that shit and make it sound some, like it's smooth or something. Well, when that shit come on, that shit is gonna, gonna crank. I don't know. I got Soldier Boy. Uh, but yeah, then I, mean, again, I, think, I already showed my hand anyway, so I'm gonna go with Soldier Boy. Yeah, I mean, I think it's gonna be entertaining. Let me, way, let me hold you down. It's gonna go hard too. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. But I still got Soulja Boy. Soulja Boy gone. Are you doing other? I, have to, I might have to relook at that shit. I forgot what Lil Bow Wow did. That, that nigga really wasn't like my era or nothing. It's kind of on the cusp. Isn't that nigga exactly um, our era? Lil Bow Wow? I feel like he's a little after us. That nigga went from like, s- s- early Snoop to what? But his demographic when he came out 
When, when he came out, he came out when he was like in high school, right? When he came out, like with the little basketball. Yeah, like this video? when he first no. when he first came out. Nah, nigga, you probably like seventh, eighth grade when he came out with that. Really? We can take it to the what, what's the name of the song? I guess I could Google Bow Wow here. Uh, so. Y'all go ahead talk about it. I'll, I'll, I'll play intern. Hold on. All right. Here. Bow Wow hits. Oh fucking shit. So, that nigga has the same birthday as me. I fucked up. Beware of Dog came out in two thousand. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like we were like, yeah. Then, but I don't know if that was his shining achievements. Doggy Bag came out in 2001. Thank You and Take You Home with the singles off of that album. Um, yeah. This nigga's gonna get murdered, dog. This nigga's gonna get murdered, dog. Fresh, fresh as I'm is. That was a good one. That was 2000. Okay, I think I think I think I, I think I'm wrong. I think the thing that Bow Wow's gonna lose. And I don't like the fact that his name his birthday the same day as mine. Y'all are twins. Like let his me, middle name is Gregory. Let oh, me hold nice. you and like you were on the same albums that came out in 2005. Right. So yeah, I guess. Yeah. And watching Bow Wow perform is going to be like not entertaining either because he's going to try to be way too either cool or gangster. I don't know. Well, oh, nigga, definitely going to be like re auditioning, re auditioning for a deal. He's going to be like trying to go super hard. Yeah. Soldier Boy about to kill this thing. Yeah, and Soldier Boy's probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and isn't so doesn't Soldier Boy have some pretty good features too? Like he was featured on some tracks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. This Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy got hits. This isn't gonna go well. So y'all gonna watch it? I'm gonna watch it because there's gonna be some takes. We're gonna talk about this shit on the podcast. That shit is gonna be <laughs> okay. For sure, I wasn't even sure I wanted to watch it honestly because, what? again, not a fan of either niggas. Per se, um, whatever. Dude. You you were definitely right there in uh in the Louvre or whatever the fuck it was. You probably graduated cranking that Soldier Boy. So you I probably, did crank that Soldier Boy. I did not. If if Soldier, if Soldier Boy was not even smart, but what he could do, so many people have sampled from him. Like if he played the. The Beyonce turn my swag on right before he did the turn my swag on, and then whatever line Drake took for him right before he plays the song. Yeah. yeah. Turn my swag on. I think he's more famous. I get it. All right, cool. This nigga pop, his name. Nigga just froze like right now. That's motherfucking topic. That's okay. All right, we'll we can stop right there, but you don't have to take our word for it. <laughs> You've rocked with us this far in the podcast. Obviously, you like something. Go ahead, visit Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Show your love. Show your support. 
we love providing quality content for you guys. We do it absolutely free of charge. We do it out the kindness of our heart. But the way that you increase our footprint, increase the popularity of this podcast is to support. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And as always, if your shit is hot enough, it just might be on the show. Now, for the with all due respects. Go ahead. With all due respect, about halfway through the year, um, the world is starting to open back up. Uh, I don't know if it's officially summertime, but let's just say that it is. Um, people are coming out of their house. Y'all just make sure y'all act like y'all been outside before. Um, no need to live all this life uh, to get arrested um, for some dumb shit. Don't be trying to smuggle no drugs in your butt to different places of the world because guess what? It's legal in a lot of places and you can get your drugs there. Um, Don't get too fucked up where you're passing out in the club. Like, just ease into the summertime. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't got to sleep with everybody you see at the Walmart with a bonnet on or a wave cap on, just take it slow. You got the whole rest of the year and the whole rest of your life to do things. So I don't want people rushing into this summertime and pulling the hamstring first week of July, then you're out for the count for the rest of the year. So my advice to you is take your time, do it right with all due respect. Um, with all due respect, this is a message that I've, I've delivered before and I'm going to continue to deliver because I continue to see the same trends um, throughout my life, the relationships that I have with people, the, the things that I see that people have relationships with. It's the the notion that the African-American experience, though different, is still the American experience. We are products of a capitalistic nation. Uh, we are products of... Um, cannibalistic you know economics we are products of kill or be killed we are uh, products of darwinistic economics those sort of things but that's not that's not really life right i saw um somebody post on instagram they posted a a picture of like you know their their new husband and i guess they already had a baby together or something like that and they're like you know find a nice husband you know, build an empire and do X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, build an empire. Why do people want to build empires, right? Like, empires are probably some of the worst things ever created throughout history. You know what I'm saying? They take resources from people who don't already not have resources. They force them into labor for their own purposes, hoard all the wealth, and do very nasty things and bad things to people. Like, there's never been an empire that was like, oh, that shit is sweet. Empires are not good. But So why do we want to build empire? Well, because we're fucking Americans. <laughs> uh, being part of an empire and building an empire is inherently in us. The same things that we hate our white forefathers for, if you will, are still in us. We want to accumulate as many resources as possible at the expense of others so we can be rich too. You see it every day when people are saying, hey, well, if a friend don't do shit for you and you know and bring money back to you, fuck that motherfucker. Don't be their friend no more. Or 
if if you meet a man that's compatible with you, but his credit score ain't above X, Y, and Z, fuck that nigga. Don't you don't need to be in a relationship with that nigga. Everything is boiled down to money and wealth. And when you take life and you strip out all of the things that don't bring you back money, you don't have a life. You got bullshit. You know what I'm saying? You've got hollow relationships. You've got hollow marriages. And it's a wonder why people are wondering why they don't have good friendships. They have business partners, not friendships. Or why they don't have good relationships with their kids. Or why they don't have, you know, long relationships with, you know, whoever their significant other was. They got to trade that motherfucker in because he doesn't make the money that they want him to. It's because you stripped all the life from everything around you. And everything is a zero-sum game as it relates to money. And that's not life. Um, if this world were changed today, right, and there was no money, let's say currency was out the fucking window, would you do the same thing that you did that you do today? Would you still have the same attitude? Would you still be like money or wealth or whatever by any means necessary? No, you wouldn't. You would do the things that you love, the things that you're passionate about. But we don't do that because the African-American experience is still a part of the American experience. So no really message, I mean, no real message to take from it, no action items or anything like that. But just keep in mind in the back of your mind that when you think these things, these are not necessarily original thoughts that you have. These are thoughts and these are attitudes and this is culture that has been put into you and not necessarily by the culture that was across the seas in Africa, but it might be from the culture across the seas in Europe with all due respect. With all due respect, um, Kind of, I guess, dealing with what Wood just talked about, in a sense. Um, I have a friend of mine, frat brother, who, uh, I guess our friendship has gone kind of like up and down over the years. And uh, we've had to have some very difficult conversations. But surprisingly and unexpectedly to me, um, he reached out to me uh, over the weekend and sent me like a little gift for it, uh, something I did to help him out. Like, and I wasn't expecting anything in return or whatever. But I'm like, you know, this is my boy. I'm not gonna let difficult conversations that we might have had over the years uh, prevent me from being a good friend or whatever. Because I don't think dude was a bad person, but it just. Sometimes you have to pull people by the coattails and let them know it's what. And so that was very unexpected. That was very mature and an adult-like thing to do. And uh, a lot of day, a lot of times nowadays, we see people like it's not even so much cancel culture. Like I don't want to say it's that, but like oh, I'll cut people off in a minute and this and that. And people be like proud of the fact that they be like fucking over their friends and all of that like and that shit is very silly to me you know so um especially as we're getting older and we should be becoming wiser and more mature some people take continue to take the low road and not only take the low road but they celebrate it and we shouldn't be that way because um this token of appreciation from him it was cool because like i said i didn't expect it and it wasn't warranted like he didn't owe me nothing i was just trying to do the right thing by him and it you know it came back so just uh be good and do right by people and things will work out with all due respect <clears throat> with all due respect um so recently I, I was on facebook uh like earlier today they, they 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 were talking about a new feature where 
you have a group or you manage a group or you're admin of a group, you could set up group prayers within your group. So people could say, you know, send prayer requests and folks in the group could pray for you. With the service, this sounds like a sounds positive. It sounds like a really sweet thing to do. Um, but then I remember this is Facebook. <laughs> and I, I, I assume Facebook has ill intention. So I, but I also started going further into my own thinking. I'm not really into the concept of people that I don't know and don't really know me praying for me. Right. If you remove any sort of like religious connotation to prayer, I mean, I, I would think of prayer more as like the sending of positive, well, hopefully positive thoughts and intentions to a person as a way to, and, it, and the thought is if you have a lot of positive thoughts around you and, and beautiful thoughts um, consuming you, good things can happen. Like the power of positive thinking sort of thing. If you if you just completely extract the whole religious um, concept around it's really just sending good thoughts and energy to people. Um, energy matters to me. I mean, I'm not like into crystals and all that stuff, but I do believe Don't crystal that shame. it's a thing. It's not crystal shame. I'm just saying, from my point of view, it, I believe in the power of positive thinking. It's a, it's a good thing. It's, it's real. And negative energy works the same way. Um, if you're consumed with negative energy, it could affect you health-wise, it affects your mental health and things of that nature. So all that mean stuff, um, it's all significant. So when when you just let anyone pray for you or send, open your, your, your soul up to get some sort of energy from someone else and you open yourself up in that way, you can't always expect good things. You can't always expect any sort of love or thought um, or positive thoughts coming from those people um, that you don't know. Um, I, you got to be mindful of that. You got to be mindful of the people that you're around. You have to be mindful of the people um, that you interact with on the day to day because all that affects you in a good or a negative way. So when I say don't pray for me as a stranger, don't unless you really have you know pure thoughts and you're you're a kind person. But that's that's rare. So I'm just saying you know take heart and be mindful of that and the people you interact with and and the energy that you exchange. With all due respect.